Hi, welcome to Body Peace Collective. My name is Erin Palmer, and starting this podcast has been something that has been tugging at my heart for a really long time. And if you haven't listened to the intro already, I encourage you to go back. It's listed as episode one. It's only a few minutes long, but it introduces a little bit about who I am and explains more about the community of women I'm trying to create with this podcast. The ultimate purpose of Body Peace Collective is to create a powerful community of women who are no longer held captive by false beliefs about their bodies and who understand the value, their value, and their potential to contribute in powerful ways to the world around them. Today, you and I are going to go through some of the common incorrect beliefs and ideas that we have about our bodies, and we're going to talk about ways that we can learn to question and to evaluate those beliefs. It's funny because right now is such a crazy time, right? Like the world has shut down from COVID-19, and we're just kind of swimming in a sea of unsurety because nothing like this has ever happened before since 1918 at least no one no one that we know has experienced these things we really have no idea what to expect moving forward and that can be really vulnerable and really scary we're experiencing loss and grief in a lot of different ways right there's loss of jobs loss of a normal daily life loss of friends and connection the loss of a schedule for some people, the loss of their health. And, you know, all of those things, the loss of all of those things and the insurity and all of these emotions bring out some of our deeply held emotion and fears to the surface. When I was in high school, my dad told me a story about a pickup basketball game that he had with a group of men. And during this game, um, my dad knew the other, he casually knew the members of the other team, um, but he didn't know them really well. But um, the game wasn't really going their way. And and there were some fouls. And I mean, no one on this team is professional, right? So it was kind of scrappy. It was a scrappy game. Um, but one member of the opposite team got really upset, like really, really angry. Um, and he just started swearing and throwing chairs and just like kind of lost it. Okay, I have no judgment for this man. I have no idea what was going on in his life. But it was interesting because a member of his team said, oh, you know, I apologize for so-and-so. This is not who he is. And I totally agree. I, I think that, um, yeah, I think that we all behave in ways that we're maybe not proud of. And those moments don't define who we are. At the same time, I think that when life is not going our way and when things are difficult and things are hard, oftentimes that brings to the surface or brings to our awareness some character weaknesses that we have or weaknesses in our thought patterns and in our behavior. And we may have been able to find ways to numb these emotions in the past, but now we're kind of because of the circumstances that we're in, we're at home, we're, we're, we're trying to cope and manage. Our schedule's been totally cleared out, and we have a lot of time to sit face-to-face with ourselves. And as some of those emotions and those deep-seated beliefs start to come to the surface, it can get really uncomfortable as, as we recognize what they are. And I just have to say that during this time, 
there is no right or wrong way to be handling this. Like some days I wake up and I'm like, we're going to paint the whole house. And other days I'm like, um, like my seven-year-old daughter, can you just make breakfast for everybody? Cause I just need to lay here <laughs> for another 30 minutes, right? Like every day is different. And the way that we're handling it is just fine, whatever way that is. But I have noticed something that is really interesting. And that is I've noticed a lot of memes and a lot of comments and conversations right now that are going on of people that are really, really worried about gaining weight during this time. And I think that that is so interesting that collectively as a society, when the pressure is on and when things are not going our way, this is one of those deep-seated fears that really comes to the surface. And we're staring it straight in the face. And I just want to say that it's okay if gaining weight is something that you feel worried about at this time. Okay? But I want to invite you for just a minute um, to consider the possibility that it doesn't have to be something that takes away your brain power or any emotional energy. I want to do a little exercise with you really quick. So I want you to put away your self-judgment for just a minute, and I want you to be curious and just kind of evaluate the thoughts that come to your mind. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, um, and these will kind of help us to get a better idea of where our fears of weight gain are coming from. So I'm going to start with a question, so what? What if you are gaining weight? Is that a bad thing? If so, why? If you do put on some weight, what difficulties will that introduce into your life? What immediate consequences will you have as a result of gaining weight? What does weight gain mean to you? What do you feel like it says about you as a person? The truth is, is that gaining weight, if you look at it purely just from a unidimensional, is that even a word? I don't know. But if you look at it in just in just a simple way, right, gaining weight means that our clothes might get a little tighter. But other than that, does it truly affect the everyday living of our lives? If worse comes to worse, we have to order a few new pairs of pants online or wear leggings every day, but let's be honest, we're all doing that anyways, right? Um, most of the time, though, jokes aside, most of the time, the answers to those questions are much more personal and emotional. Usually gaining weight means my spouse might no longer be attracted to me. It means that others will be judging me. I may no longer be accepted by the cool moms. What will people think if I come back looking different than I was four weeks ago? Ultimately, I've come to realize as I've talked with several different women that the biggest fears associated with gaining weight come down to the feeling of no longer being worthy of love and respect. To them, gaining weight means they're no longer worthy to take up space. And you know what? It is crazy because society has conditioned us to think this way and they've done it in such a dangerous and a powerful way. 
If you think about it, only certain shapes and sizes of bodies are used to sell things and market, right? Only certain bodies are deemed acceptable and desirable. And what stinks is that society is so dang good at what they do. But it is just crazy to me that we believe it. Because if you think, I want you just for a minute to think about the people in your life, the people that you know, women that you love and respect and admire. Those women that live in our lives live in natural, unedited, unairbrushed bodies, and we love them and respect them, and we know that they're worthy to take up space. But yet, we turn around and apply society's standards to ourselves, and we hold ourselves to ever-increasingly impossible expectations. That is crazy to me. Why do we do that as women? Why do we give grace to others to be human and to be real, but then expect that we have to meet these impossible standards? It really is insane. Right now, body positivity is a movement that is taking over social media. And I'm so grateful because honestly, when I started this journey eight years ago, there were very few resources available to me. Um, but lately, there are a lot of people that are are locking into these truths and these principles and just running with it. And I think it is awesome. But I think that we need to be really careful. And if we aren't careful, we're going to miss the mark. Because being positive about our bodies is really, really awesome. Our bodies do incredible things. But our we are not our bodies. We are so much more than our bodies and our bodies play a huge role and are a huge part of who we are, but they're not the ultimate end of who we are. I want you for a minute to just think of your proudest moment. Where were you? What was happening? What did that feel like in your body? I want you to think of your happiest moment. Where were you? What was going on around you? What had made you feel that way? Your body is what enables you to have the most incredible experiences. It is your greatest ally. It is protecting you from danger. It is making space to hold and experience your emotions. It allows you to express your creativity and the completely unique and singular elements of who you are and of your spirit. But even then, with all of those things, you are still more than your body. But for a lot of people, this is confusing, right? It's like, okay, so if you're not your body, if I'm not my body, then who am I? You are a beautiful composite of all of your life's experiences, triumphs, failures, etc. You are light. You are a composite of your skills and your values and your memories, But your worth is even more than that. One of the things in body positivity that I've heard, one of the exercises that a lot of people do is they say, I want you to focus on what your body can do. Focus on being grateful for your body and what it can do. And I think that that is a really powerful exercise. But like I said before, it's an exercise. It's a building exercise. It's not the ultimate goal of body positivity. And there's a reason why it can be problematic. For example, one very common um, 
thing that I hear from women is, I am so grateful for my body. My body is incredible because it has able, it's been able to grow me babies. And it's been able to birth those babies and to feed those babies. And you're right. That is an incredible, powerful thing that your body has done for you. But that is not why your body is so amazing. Because if that were the case, then what about all of those women who are unable to conceive, who are unable to bear children, who are unable to birth or feed their children? Does that mean that their bodies are less than, that their body is not worthy of love? No, not at all. When I was younger, within my community, there was a young man who had been in a terrible accident. And as a result of this accident, he, well, I guess he wasn't, I mean, depends what your definition of young man is. Okay. He was about 19, 20 years old. But as a result of this accident, um, he was unable to walk or to verbally communicate. Um, He was unable to control his body actually in any way. And as a result, he needed a caretaker 24-7. And his, his parents originally stepped in and were doing this, but they needed to. They also hired an, um, a home health nurse. And our community kind of rallied around and decided that we were going to send in people every day, multiple shifts, shifts of people every day, to go in and massage his muscles and help stretch him out and to just kind of prevent his body from naturally... Um, just contorting and and being really, really tight, which caused him a lot of pain. So remember, this this young man, he he cannot communicate verbally at all. Um, He he cannot move. He cannot do anything for himself. Um, But my mom and my younger brother were two people that liked to take consistent shifts of going to help um, and do therapy with this young man. And this young man became such a special person in our community because everybody loved him. Um, He was not contributing anything with his body. His body was not able to do anything. But yet he was worthy of love and respect and time. He was worthy to take up space. So body positivity is not is not giving glory to our body because of all that it can do. Learning to make peace and to truly love ourselves is understanding truly where does our worth lie. So if you are not your body, and if your contributions do not determine your worth, then where does your worth come from? And how does your body fit into all of that? From the moment your father's sperm and your mother's egg come together and formed a zygote, you earned the right to be worthy of love and of respect. You earned the right to take up space. Nothing you do or have done or will do can ever change that. You became worthy of love the millisecond you began to exist. That is where your worth lies. Your worth lies in the fact that you live and you breathe and you move, and that is enough. Little children believe that they are worthy of care and of love 
and that they are worthy to take up space. That is something that is inherently natural within them. And gosh, as a mother of three little kids, man, do they take up space, all of my space, right? They follow me around the house expecting me to meet their needs, and that's okay. But somewhere down the line, that changes, right? We were all little children once who believed that we were worthy of love, that we were worthy of taking up space, that we were worthy of being taken care of. But as our life changes and we got jobs and we maybe got married or maybe started families and we we started living for everyone else. And that is not wrong. But we start to put our self-care on the back burner and then we neglect it altogether. And then we wonder, who is this person staring back at us in the mirror every morning? And even worse, we start to go to war with that woman We dislike her and we criticize her and we begin to blame the unhappy circumstances of our life on her. It's because of what she she looks like, right? Our poor relationships, our lack of energy, our will to pursue our goal or the lack of will to pursue our goals and dreams, our inability to make friends or feel connection. It's all tied up in the shape of our body. And we blame that for everything, Our body is the only vehicle that we have been given to experience life. When we feel shame about our bodies, when we are seeking for ways to hide and to shrink, we don't show up. And the more that we separate ourselves from our bodies, the more we disengage from living our life. I want you to imagine for just a minute, imagine your ideal body. We're going to talk about what an ideal body means another day. But for now, I just want you to close your eyes, unless you're driving, but just imagine yourself in your real body, your ideal body. What feelings do you feel in that ideal body? What experiences are you having in that ideal body? We have fed ourselves a bunch of lies about what we need to look like in order to be that woman that you just imagined in your mind. And here's a little secret. That woman who feels those things and experiences that kind of life actually has nothing to do with what you look like and everything to do with what you believe you are worthy of experiencing in life. Until you believe that you are worthy to feel those kinds of things and to take up that kind of space and to live that kind of life, she's out of reach to you. But it's not because of the shape or size or weight of your body. It's because of what you're telling yourself in your mind right now. So here is my challenge to you. As the stress of your everyday moments give way to the negative thoughts about yourself and about your body, and they will, that's so natural, that's so normal, I challenge you to give yourself grace, to be curious about your thoughts, to slow down and ask yourself, is that really true? Is this belief serving me and helping me to become who I want to be? And if it's not, choose to replace it with something else. Replace that thought with something that will empower you, that will serve you right now. One of the thoughts that I used a lot, especially during pregnancy and postpartum times, especially because that's a time in my life where I've noticed that those 
those feelings come to the surface a lot more often. Those thoughts come to me a lot more often during those times when my body is experiencing lots of changes, which is, P.S., life. Our body is always going to be changing. But anyway, one of the thoughts that helped me during those times was to think my body is exactly what it is supposed to be for this time in my life. I would say that to myself over and over again as I sat there in a diaper from the hospital with milk everywhere. I would just say, my body is exactly what it's supposed to be for this time in my life. And as I found myself frustrated for not being able to move and have the strength that I had had previous to having a baby, I would tell myself again, my body is exactly what it is supposed to be for this time in my life. And that helped me so much. Another one that you could use is, I am worthy to feel and take up space exactly as I am. Find thoughts that work for you and know that this is a practice. When I say that, that means you're not going to have a negative thought. Say a po- Replace it with a positive thought and then be on your way without any issues in the future. That's not how it works. Because of the messages that we get all the time, constantly, day in and day out, we need to constantly put these empowering thoughts. So find thoughts that work for you. And know that saying it one time isn't going to change everything at once. But little by little, you will begin to see a shift in the way that you think about your body and about yourself. I hope that that will help you this week as you practice replacing those thoughts. And I want to invite you to share this podcast with other women in your life. Like I said in the intro, finding a group of women to go through this journey of learning to love my body and learning to make peace with food was the most powerful thing I could have done for myself. And so I want to invite you also to share this podcast with the women in your life and create your community of women that will help you experience this and that you can go through these things together, that you can talk about these things, that you can um, disagree about these things. You can also find me on Instagram at Body Peace Collective. I'm a newbie there, so be patient with me. I only have four posts. I am trying to put things on there that will help you to think about things in a different way and will help you kind of reframe your thoughts about your body. So check me out on there um, and feel free to message me there if you have any questions. But I hope that as you as you replace these thoughts, as you accept this challenge for this week, that you'll be able to see a difference and that you'll be able to feel slightly more empowered and slightly more positive about your body and about the situation that we're in right now. But I look forward to talking with you next week. We'll see you later.